Well, Nicole, the best estimate is that inflation is costing the average household about $300 extra per month compared to this time last year. And it's particularly burdensome on our economy here in Central Florida, Nicole, because our median household income is $62,000 compared to $66,000 for the rest of the U.S. Oh, boy. $300 extra per month compared to last year? Are there any signs of relief soon? You know, inflation isn't going to moderate as quickly as expected. That's in part because of Russia's war on Ukraine, which triggered the surge in oil prices. Uh, We are getting an easing in U.S. supply chains, and that's critical to the outlook for inflation to moderate. But, you know, new issues have emerged. China's dealing with a new wave of COVID-19. But all that said, the fear-stoked surge in commodity prices that we witnessed last week has peaked out. Oil prices, they peaked at $124 a barrel. They're trading at about $100 right now. That's going to push gasoline prices down pretty quickly. And the Federal Reserve has launched its long-expected tightening cycle, Nicole, and increasing interest rates and shrinking the supply of money will do their jobs, too. Yes. um, I saw the financial markets responded positively to that. Yeah, yeah. Stocks firmed. But the bond market remains skeptical that the Federal Reserve can arrest inflation without triggering another recession, Nicole. Oh, yikes. I hate that word. Okay. How can we know that? Well, here's the Rosetta Stone to understanding bond markets. It's not really as bad as it sounds. So, so, so after uh, the Fed made its announcement, short-term interest rates rose, but long-term interest rates did not. So the so-called yield curve, which plots rates by their duration, flattened out because investors are concerned that the risk of a recession is rising. And so uh, long-term rates didn't move up as much. You know, so far, so good. And, and I think the Fed will take care of business properly, Nicole. Do you think, Hank, that a recession is likely? No, but the risk of increased, certainly. You know, and as our listeners know, a recession would have a magnified impact on our tourist-centric economy here in Central Florida. Yikes. Okay, let's shift our focus here for a sec. So while my heart rate goes down, to combat higher gas prices last week, Georgia and Maryland suspended their gas taxes for a month, and 20 other states are considering similar measures. Here in Florida, the legislature passed a bill to suspend our gas tax for the month of October, though. What are the economic effects for these policies? Well, Nicole, I mean, obviously, the suspensions would save consumers a modest amount of money when they fill up, you know, on the order of 20 cents a gallon on average. And that would make consumers certainly feel better. It would improve consumer confidence, which is important. However, the amounts are far too small to have any significant effect. And they're, in fact, counterproductive. You know, with the war ongoing in Ukraine and the need to cut Russia out of global markets, we need policies that would conserve gasoline and reduce the demand for oil and put more pressure on Russia. As painful as these higher gas prices are, they're really a very small price to pay to mitigate Russian aggression. And it's important to remember that for us here in Central Florida, higher gasoline prices are not going to crater our tourism industry. It really will have little measurable effect on tourist volume or spending. So policies to suspend the gas tax, they're really not in our best interest, Nicole. 